Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Creator Club podcast. I am so happy to have you here this week. I know that I have been on a little bit of a break the last little while, but I'm diving back in. I really hope you enjoyed my series of guest episodes. I had some really amazing people on and I had a lot of fun chatting with them. But as you can imagine, um, it takes a lot of time and coordination to bring people on as guests. And you know that to me, quality is always the priority. I want to make sure that if you press play on these episodes, you're getting something useful out of it. So I mean, I could make a million excuses about how I haven't had time and how my agency work has been very busy, but you know what? We're here now and I'm back with another episode. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to write captions that convert your followers into customers. But I just wanted to put a little author's note at the beginning of this episode to say thank you so much for coming back and listening, even though I know I have been inconsistent, which goes against everything that I recommend to all of you. But you know, We always have room to improve, and my policy is always 100% honesty, so I thought I'd just tell you where I'm at and try my best to get back into these weekly episodes every Monday. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop-style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok, or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and that community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. I want to talk to you today about how to write captions that convert your followers into customers. I think for a lot of people, writing captions on Instagram is one of the biggest struggles. I mean, we can all curate a cute feed, right? Like you can move your images around and unum or later or whatever you use and make your feed look cute and be ready to post them. Um, But then thinking of what to say to go along with those photos can be very difficult. And I will admit, it takes a lot of time and attention to write good captions, Um, but that's what we're going to talk about today. And the reason why I want to focus on this from a perspective of actually making those followers become paying customers is because, to me, it is also a priority that you are building a sustainable business and not just creating on Instagram for the sake of growing a following. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have an audience. That's what I have to tell myself to go to sleep at night because I've always wanted an online audience. Like, I've always wanted to have a bunch of subscribers. I've, I've wanted to have people to see my work. So I'm sure you can relate to that. We all want that. But I think that in order for this to be a healthy relationship for you, it's important to think of this as a business because we're not growing our followers just for the sake of our own validation or to, you know, feel famous or whatever, as much as, yo, I want that as much as the next person. Okay. Like I feel you, but I think in order to keep a balanced view on your, your own worth and stuff like that, Keep it in mind that this is a business and you're doing this not because you just want people to like you, but because you're trying to build a sustainable income for yourself and your family. Or maybe it's just you. I don't know. Whatever your story is, you're welcome here. So that's why we're going to talk about this in terms of making people customers. Okay? So that's just my background. That's my my story for the day. The first thing, you know that I love to give tips in a list. Today we've got five. I I either give you three or five or ten. Those are the only numbers. (laughs) Today we have five tips. The very first one is you've got to be real. 
And I know that is easier said than done, but you really do have to start writing your Instagram captions like you're talking to a friend. I think a lot of us start writing our Instagram captions and we feel like we're standing up on a stage with a microphone in our hands. And because we don't know who we're talking to, we always err on the side of being a little bit more professional. You know, like if you call a sales representative on the phone or something or customer service, or I don't know, you're presenting at a conference or you get up to say something in front of everybody at the family reunion. I don't know. You always feel like, okay, well, I don't really know the vibe of all these people. Like, I'm not really sure what sort of jokes they like or what sort of things they're into or what references they'll get. So I got to make sure that I just keep it bland and relatable to the general population so that I don't, you know, make anybody not like me. That's how a lot of us approach Instagram captions. And I get it because it's scary. You're like, I don't know who's going to read this. I just got to make it agreeable to everybody. But unfortunately, taking that approach, that sort of safe approach is not going to help you grow at all because in your efforts to be somewhat appealing and not offensive to everybody, you've actually made yourself not super interesting to anybody at all, right? It's kind of like if you try to sell to everyone, you'll get no one. You've got to pick a specific kind of person that you're talking to. Um, figure out who your ideal audience is, basically. You know, I'm always talking about this, but I want you to think about this in like a very intimate way of like, who is my absolute ideal follower and how can I speak to her? So yeah, to me, I'm, I'm using feminine pronouns because my ideal follower is a woman, you know, or just probably not a he, I, whatever. You know, we've all got our people that we relate to, but the point is, who is that person? Think of them as a real actual human and how can you speak to them and just have that kind of like profile in your mind and, and talk to her, they, him, like they're your best friend. And that's going to be how you really connect with your audience because it's going to feel personal because this sort of job interview, general, you know, formal sort of way of speaking doesn't really connect to anybody in particular. Now, if you start talking and you're like, Hey girl, like, what are you up to today? Who loves one direction? Put your hand up, whatever. You know, I'm really going to relate to that but not everybody will. And, and that's okay. There's going to be some people that are like, eh, not into this. I'm not following this. That's all right. Don't be afraid of doing that because while you are sort of putting off certain people that maybe aren't into One Direction, you're simultaneously creating super fans out of the people that are into One Direction. Just as an example here. Okay. If you talk about One Direction on your Instagram, I'll follow you. Just hit me up. The point is though, You've got to keep your captions personal and and talk to the talk to your audience like they're your friend. And don't be afraid to get specific, show your personality. You don't have to be a generalist. You can talk to somebody in particular. And I know that's hard. It takes practice. Something that you can do when you're getting started, if you're feeling a little bit like, eh, I don't know what I'm doing here, just open up the uh, voice notes on your phone and record a, a voice memo of what you would want to say to, you know, your best friend or a client that you've worked with or, or whatever, who is the person that you really want to serve, picture them in your mind and then pretend you're leaving them a voicemail. And then once you've recorded that, you can play it back and then transcribe it and then basically make that your Instagram caption and try to resist the temptation to over edit it to the point of making it formal again, try to just write down exactly how you talk. And that's going to come across as the most personal as an Instagram caption. So that's my first piece of advice. Be authentic. And I know that's so cliche, but 
it's true. Just try to be yourself. Talk to somebody like they're a real person and not like um, some anonymous blob of people that you're kind of scared of. Too many of us write captions like that. So that is my first tip. The second piece of advice that I want to share with you today is to start your content with the strategy of writing the caption first. I think a lot of us go out and we take cute photos for Instagram. You know, I'm doing a brand photo shoot next week, which I'm excited for. And it can be easy to just pick a photo because you think it's cute and then say, okay, now um, what am I, uh, what's my caption going to be? And then you probably don't spend as much time on a caption as you should. And then you post it to Instagram and like, you know, it does fine, but like it could have performed better. That's why I want you to start with a caption first and then afterwards either take a photo to fit that caption or go out and and just choose a photo that you've already got that that sort of vibes with it. It doesn't have to be the most clear and obvious visual representation of your caption ever, but I think it's important that you start out your content with a concept or a caption and then, you know, find an image that works. And the reason why this is so important is because it forces us to be more intentional about the content that we're making to the point where we know it's going to connect with our audience because we're writing, you know, love letters to them in a way. It's like you're creating stuff that you know is going to connect with them rather than starting with a photo and then trying to figure out a way to make it connect to them. So start by thinking about what messages you want to share and then build up from there, make it into a caption, add an image, etc. Just don't try to retrofit your captions to match images. Really start with a concept that turns into a caption first, and that's really going to help you direct your strategy in a way that's going to be more effective. Number three, you should have an overall content plan. I think a lot of us, when we're starting to write our captions, you're kind of feeling rushed. You're like, I haven't posted to the feed in two weeks. I've got to post something. Here's a cute photo. Okay, now what's my caption going to be? Okay, now I need to and you freak out because you're rushing. What you need to do is not do that. Have a plan. Just take a breather. If it means that you have to take a week off from posting your feed or whatever, that's fine. Just take a moment to create a plan that is going to be cohesive and make sense in the long term. So I've got a couple pointers here when it comes to making a content plan. The first thing is figure out what the pillars of your niche or your genre or your purpose, whatever you want to call it, are. So I talk about this a lot. You may have heard me speak about content pillars. Some people refer to them as buckets, whatever. Basically what this means is you have your overall concept or your niche. I think of that as like the roof, um, you know, of this hypothetical building that we're creating. The pillars are the different subtopics of content that hold up that niche, that actually create that niche for you. Because it's one thing to just say, oh, my niche is, I don't know, vegan cooking for millennials. It's another thing to say, okay, the content that I actually share is recipes, health facts, um, food photos, like, I don't know, whatever is the content that you're actually sharing are those pillars that actually make up your niche. So for me, for example, my niche is social media marketing advice and entrepreneurship encouragement for other women creators. And my pillars of content are things like social media marketing advice, body confidence, self-love, some lifestyle stuff sprinkled in there. Um, you know, sharing my entrepreneurship journey. Those are the things that are my pillars. And so basically what I mean by that is just more specific subtopics that hold up your niche and kind of create the building that is your niche. I don't know. I'm picturing like the Pantheon or something right now. Hopefully you get what I mean. When I say pillars, I always think of like an old Greek building. 
Anyway, I digress. The point is, when you're coming up with content, you got to think about it more than just your overall niche because it's going to be hard to brainstorm content when something is so general. But if you have a few more specific pillars or subtopics that you can brainstorm within, that's going to help you come up with more concepts. The next thing that I want to suggest for you, once you have these different topics in mind, is really start thinking about your Instagram like it's a magazine. Now, I know that might sound like far-fetched or overly formal or whatever, and I don't know. It's appealing to me because I've always really loved magazines. If you didn't know this about me, I actually did an internship at a fashion magazine when I was in university, so, you know, that's pretty cool. But anyway, the point is magazines cover a certain genre, like fashion or health or beauty or, I don't know, knitting or whatever, but then there's going to be different columns, like, you know, repeating monthly columns that they always have, you know, like best beauty products of the month or best fashion for this season or, or whatever, right? They're always kind of the same sorts of things that repeat every month, but it all still relates back to the genre of the magazine. So that's the same approach you can take with your Instagram. So what I've tried to do, and I'm still kind of working this out, if I'm totally honest, I have a vague notion of it, but I want to get into a more formalized thing is I created a bit of a table of contents for my Instagram. And then I kind of pretended that, okay, we're working on the October issue of Katie's Instagram. So think about what do you want to have in every single issue? So something I decided was, you know, I want to have like kind of a, you know, welcome to the new month. Here are my goals for the month. Here's like the vibe of this month sort of shoot. And then I could do like a very fun and cute editorial shoot that kind of represents the visual vibe of the month. So I'm like, okay, October, it's going to be fall leaves and a cozy outfit. Then I'm going to talk about my business goals for the month of October. So that's just an example of one sort of recurring column you could have. Another thing that I might include is like, you know, weekly Instagram tips or whatever. There's all kinds of different things that you can think of. And and I really do think that it helps to have these as recurring ideas because it's going to help you brainstorm rather than starting from scratch every single month. So if you know, like, let's say you're trying to come up with 15 posts for your whole month. I think that's like a, you know, 15 to 20 is like a good place to aim for. 15 would be, you know, roughly three a week in a five week month. Then you can think, okay, if I've got five to seven recurring pieces that I know I'm going to make every single month, then the others are going to be my unique ones, but it takes the pressure off of coming up with 15 unique different concepts every single month. If you've got like, you know, five to seven that you know, you're going to just be doing a different spin on every month. So I think that's a good way to think about it. And it's also fun to think that you have your own little magazine, right? So that's how I think about my Instagram strategy every month. And then you can kind of be working on making the October or November issue of your brand magazine. Okay. So once you have that, then I want you to start building out an actual content calendar. So I do have a, a free Google doc template that you can access if you go to katiesteckley.com slash calendar. And basically what I would recommend is brainstorming those different um, columns or like recurring content pieces, and then also coming up with whatever your unique ones are going to be for that month and then start slotting them into the calendar. And what I like to do is when I'm coming up with a post concept, what comes to my mind first is always the headline, like the first two lines of the caption. That's honestly the most important part. And so you have that in your mind. So like write that down on the day in the calendar when you're planning to post it. 
Once you've got that spread figured out of when you're going to post what, then you can start diving into actually writing those captions and then eventually attaching hashtags to them. And then also obviously creating the visual for it. So that's the general way I would walk through this is have an overall content strategy. Think about it like a magazine, come up with your concepts, put them on a calendar, and then start by, you know, writing them like you're talking to a friend. That is how I would combine all three of these first three tips for you. So that's all great. We've talked about content strategy and caption writing and and how we're going to make this feel personable to our ideal audience. Now let's talk about the conversion part. Like how are we going to actually turn this into money? Because you can't pay the bills with comments and likes. So we've got to actually convert this into sales for you. So my fourth tip is make sure that you can connect this content plan that you're making to your business plan. So how are you going to use this content to build the like, know, and trust factor and ultimately make the sale when it comes to making your followers into customers. It's so important that they like you, they know who you are obviously, and they trust you. So with every single caption, think about which one of those you are trying to emphasize in terms of likability. Maybe it's sharing something that that's relatable. So, you know, who likes one direction or whatever, like you've got to think about, um, those sort of things that you and your audience have in common and how you can build that relatability. Even if it's something as simple as like you love pizza, your audience loves pizza, whatever. So that's how you're going to build likability with your, with your captions. And then in terms of knowing who you are, that's just not being afraid to share a little bit about yourself. I know we can always feel like, oh, it's a little bit narcissistic to talk about me, but people are curious if they're following you, they want to know more about you. So don't be afraid to share a little story about your childhood or something funny that happened to you this week or a joke that your spouse made or something that your friend said to you that they, that you thought was a good observation, whatever it is, share stories from your life, um, that sort of expose your personality and, and your more like personal private side of yourself, that's going to make people feel like they know you. And then in terms of trust, that really does just take time. And it's about providing serious value over time that um, people are going to come to trust you. So the way I've done that is by creating really high value YouTube videos for, you know, years on my channel that people know they can come to me for good Instagram advice. And I never share a video about social media advice that I don't 100% believe in because to me, the integrity of my advice is the most important thing about my business. Because if I didn't have integrity, when it comes to my marketing advice and expertise, people wouldn't watch my content and they also wouldn't hire me. So think about that when you're building that trust factor is obviously it's important to have integrity. I'm sure you already know that, but how can you really communicate that to your audience? And is that in providing a lot of really awesome free content? That's how I've done it. Maybe it's in the personal interactions that you have with them, whatever it is, think about how you can make sure that they trust you. And a, and a good way to start with that is think about who do I follow that I really trust? You know, hopefully you trust me. And if you do, ask yourself why. Then try to establish that in your own brand too. So that's a good place to start. Ultimately, this like, know, and trust factor is going to come together to help you make the sale. But how do you do that? And this is where my probably most important tip of this whole episode comes. And that is don't forget to just actually pitch your paid products or services. So many of us focus on providing a lot of free content, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. That's very important when it comes to building the like, know, and trust factor. 
but you've got to pitch eventually. You've eventually got to tell people that you do have paid services and that you want them to buy them or else uh, this whole chain that leads people into trusting you doesn't end with a sale. You've just got to actually ask. So what I would recommend when you're thinking about that content plan we were talking about earlier, think about incorporating, you know, maybe one post a week, maybe every other week, a post where you talk about your paid services and how people can work with you. And honestly, this is something that I need to do a little bit more often. I've gotten lazy with it because I've had such a good stream of inquiries lately. It hasn't felt like I need to put it out there, but it's still important because there could be clients following you or potential clients following you that don't even know that they could work with you, but they would love to if they knew that your services existed. So just don't forget to actually put it out there. I know it can be hard and uncomfortable and you feel like you don't want to pitch people, but you've just got to go for it. So don't be afraid. Tell people what you're selling and they will probably want to buy it after you've established this trust with them. And my fifth tip of this episode, because you know, I've always got to give you a number five or whatever to round it out. And that is it takes time. You've got to build relationships with people over time. That's really what this comes down to, especially if you're a service-based business or if you're selling a high-ticket product. People are going to want to know who you are and really trust you before they make that purchase. So build those relationships through engagement, message your new followers, reply to all your comments, make sure that you really know these people because that is what is truly going to convert your followers into customers. So I hope you found this episode useful. It's a little bit of a deep dive into captions that are really going to convert followers into customers. Let me know on Instagram if you found this helpful. I know in the outro, I always say, oh, DM me if you made it this far, but I, I really do mean it. I would love to hear from you if this podcast episode was helpful for you. And if you have any follow-up questions, you can let me know and I'd be happy to answer them in a DM or make a new episode about it. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And um, I guess let's roll the outro. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club Podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official Creator Club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out, and you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening, and as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams, and I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.